One thing I try to be cognizant of on Father's Day, and I'm sure you probably do the same thing too, is realizing that like Father's Day is not a super happy day for everybody, right? For for myriad of reasons. And I try not – I know I was – I'm lucky to have a, a dad who's still with me and we still have a good relationship and all that. But uh, I know everyone's not as fortunate. And for today's Mental Health Monday, we're going to talk about grieving the, the loss of your parent. And I know you're like, wait, this is super heavy for a Monday. It's way heavy. Uh, today's show is going to be a, kind of all over the place. Uh, but I hope that there's going to be a little nugget of knowledge that each of us can take away as we get into today's show with Leah – Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, here we go. It's the, uh, what, 19th of June. This is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Glad to have you here. This is our daily podcast that we do that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom. My co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right. Let me tell you somebody that had a really unfortunate Father's Day, and I happened to experience it myself. And this story actually is so scary and is going to turn so funny at the end. I'm still laughing about how awkward this whole situation was. So Saturday morning, I got up and I went running. And as I was running down one street, it's not a street I usually run down, but for some reason, I was like, I should go this way today. And I go down this, I start heading down this one street here in Baltimore. And all of a sudden... I see a baby and I'm so bad with baby's ages. I don't know. Maybe like three, three-ish, yeah. four. I don't know. That, that could, they could have been 22. I'm so bad. A toddler. With kids. Yeah. Like okay. wasn't really, wasn't definitely wasn't like a, like a boy, like, like a, like a, yeah, I guess a toddler. Yeah. So this, this toddler is like walking down the street Now picture this in, in your head. Okay. He's got a gray shirt on and nothing below okay so <laughs> all i see is his bare butt like as i'm running towards him and i'm like what the what the, what is this like i don't understand what's happening right now right it's kind of confusing so i uh i run past him and then i'm like he's crying and i'm like this is this is, doesn't seem normal. So I stop and I turn around. I'm like maybe like his parent is somewhere around but it's early it's like eight o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and I'm like Oh my God, there's nobody. I think this kid is like wandered away from his parent or oh. something. Cause I mean, like, it's kind of weird that he's walking around with no pants on, you know, like this doesn't really make a lot of sense for a kid to be outside with no pants on, you know, yeah. in, in the middle of the morning. I'm, I'm just kind of confused. So I'm like, I am the least qualified person in the world to handle the situation right now, but I really have no choice. I can't just run, keep running and like leave this kid by himself. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I start talking to him. I'm like, hey, because I'm like, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, hey, hey, how are you? Like, and I'm trying to look around to see an appearance. I'm like, are you, um, I don't, don't want to like scare him and be like, are right. you lost? You know, because I was just right. like, hey, like, like, what's your name? Like, how are you? Do you live around? You know, and he was kind of just, he's crying and just kind of like shaking his head and yes. And uh, I'm like, how old are you? And he's like, I, I, I'm three. And I'm like, okay. Oh. And so he's like, tell me the basics. And I'm like, I don't know. I I am just hoping that someone that's way more. What am I going to do with a abandoned yeah, child? Way more qualified than me is going to come up and like <laughs> save the situation. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> and all of a sudden, this guy that's, that's across the street looking like he's about to go play golf or something walks up. And he's like, is this your kid? I'm like, it's not my kid. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, he's like, well, hang on. Now, now it's like two guys. And this guy doesn't look to be like a dad either. So like, I have any idea how to handle kids. And he's like, hang on. I think I've got a, a towel because obviously this kid's standing there with his, you know, no pants on. And we're both just kind of like, I don't know. No. So he's like, I've got a towel. 
hang on one second. So he like comes back over and he's like, oh, I don't have a towel. He goes to his trunk, comes back over. He, I don't have a towel, but um, I have these. And he literally has a pair of boxer shorts, like like a man, oh. like man box, like his, his boxers, I'm assuming, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, here, I thought we could just like put this on the kid. And I'm like, I, uh. like, okay. <laughs> like, cause neither of us have any idea what to do right now. So I guess like, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, um, so he puts the boxers on the kid. Now, like, keep in mind, these are, these are men's boxers, right? So like, they don't what fit. What is this kid doing? He's just, he's honestly, at this point, he's not really, he, he's, he's trusting us at this point, which is okay. nice. He's not like really rebelling. So we're just okay. like, okay. Let's put these on. So he starts to put on, put on these man boxers, right? That are like way yeah. too big for him. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't know how we're going to like keep them on. I'm like, I'm not sure. He's like, oh, wait, he had like a, some kind of like wristband on, I guess, mm-hmm. of sorts. And so he literally used his wristband to like tie up the side of the, the boxers just to have like some kind of pants on the kid. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm like, should I call 911? He's like, yeah, why don't you call 911? So I call 911. I'm like, Hey, uh, I have a, a, a kid, uh, like I think I'm pretty sure it's a lost child. They're like, you have a lost child. I'm like, yeah. Um, and they're like, well, what, what intersection are you at? I told them where I was at. And they were like, okay, uh, well, we're, um, we're going to send, you know, and they were asking me, how old is the kid? I'm like, he's three. I think he said he's three. And do you know his name? I don't know his name. What's he wearing? And I'm like, well, he right. And currently he's wearing, uh, a gray shirt and man's boxers. Uh, but he didn't, he wasn't found that way. Um, oh so, so we're like, I'm like, just kind of panic because I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, how's this going to get solved? And all of a sudden, come running down the street is a man. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Thank you so much. Like he was like, I was using the bathroom, and oh. I, he just he just got out of the house and started like wandering, I guess. And like, I'm, oh I'm, my god, I am so um, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. At this point, I'm still on the phone with the cops, and I'm like, uh, I think his dad just got here. And they're like, how do you know it's his dad? And I'm like, I don't know it's his dad. Like, how am I supposed to know? We don't have ID. Like, they're like, well, okay, I guess. And the, the woman was kind of mad at me. That was on nine one one. She was like, well, you already called. So I'm going to have to enter this. And I'm like, okay, like, I, like, I can't, I'm, I mean, I can't un, unsave the child. Like, I'm not sure. Like, like, she's like, oh, it's so annoying. She had to like type in the information about the lost child. So. Uh, well, you're so, lucky they answered. Well, no, it's truly. So, <laughs> that, that, so now this, obviously this dad is so distressed and this story obviously it's, it's kind of humorous I'm telling you now, but it's pretty scary in the moment. But can I tell you, and I just, I just want you, I just want you to imagine this, <laughs> this dad that's running up and the dad's got his dog with him. Right. So I'm guessing like oh maybe mom just wasn't home and you know, you know, how dads are right? happy father's day, everybody, but still, you know, you know, how dads are. So I want you, mom, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a guess of what do you think this dad was wearing? Oh, don't you tell me his boxers. No, <laughs> he actually had full clothes on. <laughs> but what what could this man have been wearing to make this this scene? His pajamas. No. Y'all, this man, I swear to God, was wearing a shirt that said world's best dad. And I'm like, <laughs> no. you're not. <laughs> you're not that. <laughs> this is you you cannot oh, no. at least for like today you like you can't maybe tomorrow you can put it back on but like you can't oh y'all should have taken a picture of him with that kid with those boxers y'all, I literally <laughs> 
it sounds like a scene from a movie. Oh my god! It was so wild. I've not had a wild situation like this in a long time, right? I'm like, nothing really crazy has been happening in my life recently, y'all. This was so wild. I swear to God, this man had a shirt on that said "World's Best Dad," and I'm like, no way <laughs> like what are the odds uh, that, like uh, the arguably worst dad uh, in that uh, situation <laughs> world's best dad whose kid is wandering the street, the street naked and he has no naked. idea like you're not <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it was so funny like i just kept running and i was like that's the funniest thing that's happened to me in quite some time i can't wait to tell the story because it's just so good so Goodness gracious! That was, God uh, bless all the dads. Yeah, yeah. He's trying. He's trying. I guess it's like it's like fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he, he's manifesting. <laughs> he's manifesting this right, uh, exactly. to to come into his life, right? So maybe his wife gave him that shirt. Yeah, and I, I can't even think too. I'm thinking like. There's no way he told his wife about what happened, oh, right? Oh my god! Like, there's no. a zero percent chance. Uh-uh. No, that, like she got because uh-uh. I'm assuming she like was not home at the time. I'm assuming right. that like he was responsible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mom, did you ever lose me as a kid? Because I'm sure, listen, I'm sure it's traumatizing. You can't help kids running out, right? I get it. Like it's mm-hmm. gonna happen. So he's, I, I don't want to make fun of him because I'm sure, like you know, your kid. First of all, I'm sure it was traumatizing for him. I'm sure it was traumatizing for the kid. I'm sure it was like scary all the way around. Yeah, but. It was just funny with the world's world's best dad shirt on. Um, <laughs> what did you? Uh, did you ever lose me? When well, I was no, a kid? I think I think most of us parents have had that time when we're in the grocery store or whatever, and we turn around, and our kid's not there. You know, it may just be a minute or two, yeah. but it is the worst feeling in the world. I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean that's happened with all three of you, and you know, in a store. Where you're just not there. Store. Yeah. You just yeah. turn around, they're not there, and you're like, right. oh my God, where are they? Right. And, and, you know, you're always close by, but just not with an eye shot. Yeah. Well, and, hopefully and I wasn't wandering the streets with my. <laughs> you just think something's happened. It's a horrible on. feeling. I'm it's sure. And I, I really, I felt bad for the dad. Like, I, really, I know as much as we're like oh, making yeah. fun of it, like, I do, I, f- I had a lot of empathy for that guy because I'm like, man, that sucks. Like, that's yeah. really, I can't be, uh, yeah, it my can't be worst a fun mom's situation. story, you know, was leaving you at that school and not knowing. Oh that yeah, as I'm starting to there. do some inner child work, I'm starting to write down traumatic <laughs> moments in my life, and it's, it's up there. It's up oh. there. If you don't know this story, I, I, I'll, I'll share it just really, really quick. Oh. We've, we've told this story a couple of times. Um, my mom. Well, actually, why don't you tell? Because I was a kid. So, what? What? In, in your perspective, mom, what happened that day? So you were in a drama group, and I think you must have been what eight, eight or nine. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah, I was old enough. I wasn't like a baby. Right, I'm so bad right, at ages. Right. I mean, you were in elementary school um, and you were in a little drama group and y'all had rehearsals at different parts of the city sometime. And so we had a location for, you know, your class on this day and it was a Saturday and I dropped you off there. It was a long way from home. Um and I dropped you off on the on the curb, you know, at the door, and I drove off, assuming that you were just going to walk right in the door, and there they'd be. And no, mm-mm, you know, they, why did I come back two hours later? Yeah. And you met, I mean, I, I don't, was it two hours later? Because in my kid brain, it was like it was literally like a whole day. Oh no, it wasn't all day. 
I don't. Because I'm not I remember, even sure it was two hours. It may have just been one hour. So I remember, but, like, and you can picture like like school doors, right? And so mm-hmm. there's probably what like like I don't know, maybe maybe four, six, eight doors, you know, mm-hmm. and you're hoping that like one of those is going to be unlocked because you've already seen your mom pull away and this is pre-cell phone, right? What so, on earth did I not make sure you got in that school? I don't know where my head was. Anyway, I'm just keep ahead. hoping that like one of these doors is going to unlock and like it doesn't, right? And so she is and, – and yeah, the, the rehearsal had been moved or whatever or canceled. I don't know. And so I'm just sitting outside the door and I'm like, I have no idea. I'm banging on the door hoping there's somebody that comes. And I remember mm-hmm. eventually some kind of custodial staff comes over mm-hmm. and that was, um, that was it. Like that was, she let me in and I had, I had an RB sandwich with me. I remember I had an RB sandwich with me <laughs> and I sat there crying, eating my RB sandwich when like we called, Aww. called you to come pick me up. Um, so it wasn't your greatest mom day. Not my greatest mom and day. I, it actually may have been your worst mom day. But like honestly, so. if that was your worst mom day, I feel like it is, you know. I think that's the worst mom day I can remember. Yeah, me too. So it's not bad. I mean, really? you know, nothing happened to me. We or didn't anything. have cell phones then. I know. And that's what I'm saying. Like and kids I didn't nowadays. go back home because it was too far to go home. So where were you? How did you, how did you even, how did we get in touch with you? I don't where I went, but I, but I remember that I would not have gone home and come back because it was too far. So I probably went shopping somewhere locally, you know, and I don't honestly think it was more than two hours if it was two hours because your practice is worth that long. Again, I don't, I really just don't but, remember. I can't remember <laughs> oh like, God. like what? I'm sure it seemed like a day for you. Yeah, oh forever, my God. When I got like back forever. here, I was so horrified. I was so sad. I was so sorry. Yeah. Well, we're still making up for it 40 years yeah, later, yeah, 30 yeah. years later. Um, <laughs> You're still holding a grudge. We talked on Friday's show about you going to your uh, your your wine club. Yeah. And you were really excited about it on, on Friday's show. Yeah. And uh, so let's check in after the weekend. Yeah. What happened so, to our wine club? <laughs> well, first of all, I started thinking about the commitment I had made to Maggie for John's party on Saturday. And I knew that was going to be a long day. I had a dish to prepare, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I thought, hmm, you know, it's Friday morning. And I texted my friend Kim. Jim wasn't feeling well, so I was feeling bad for him. And um, I texted my friend Kim and I said, so, you know, what's the plan? Oh, well, you know, we meet at Publix and you know, we'll go in and get a snack or whatever. Everybody brings a snack and then we'll go and we'll carpool, yah, yah. And um, I said, okay, great. I said, what time do y'all normally get back? And she said, five or six o'clock. I was like, holy <laughs> smoke, five or six o'clock? Yeah. We're talking six hours You're with like a me. group of women that I don't know, which is, which is fine, but I've got things to do. This means I'm going to have to get up at five o'clock on Saturday morning to get all my stuff done yeah. to get ready because I was thinking, I was in my head, I was thinking, okay, we meet at 12, we get there at one, we hang out till three, we're home at four. That's right. what I had in my head. Right. No, that's not how it works. So I need to go on a day when I can just chill because I would have been so anxious 
about getting back. And I'd even thought about just driving myself. And then I thought, well, that's no fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's somewhere you don't want to have to drive. Yeah. Yeah, that's honestly, that's a a long, that's a big commitment. Some people I feel like would be down for that. If I heard someone was like, you're going to be a six-hour thing, I'd be like, I don't think I'm that interested anymore. (laughs) I don't. I just don't think I'm, I don't think I'm into it. There were 30 women that were. That's how many showed up. Well, I uh, so, I don't I don't think I blame you for that one though. I don't think yeah. I blame you for wanting to to sit that one out. Like uh, me and my yoga friends went to this um, here in in Maryland's Fort McHenry, and uh, I got invited. They're always they're, the one the one woman that is kind of like the the ringleader of everything. She's always mm-hmm. doing like just weird stuff, mm-hmm. and she's like uh, she sent me an email of all things too. She sent me like, like a Google invite. And it was like, come explore the marshlands of Fort McHenry. And I was like, what? But I'm kind of at a place where I'm just trying to make friends, you know? So like, right. I was like, well, I can't really say no to exploring the marshlands. But it had a firm time, 1.30 to 3. And I'm like, you know what? That's good. That's good. I, I, like, yeah. I like when things have firm start and stops. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. That felt good to me. So I knew I could like go and enjoy some time with it, with them it's like a small group of people and then uh, then head home so i get it For a 6 hour commitment i feel feel like most of us probably would have been like oh with people you don't know like if it's like, if it's like all your best friends that's one right. thing but it's like a bunch right. of strangers like you that's can just a, relax and enjoy it yeah that's yeah, uh, no that even caused me anxiety and i never so, get anxious about anything i was a like big, no, big commitment no. all right well let's get to our quote for today okay it's from nicole saban Sometimes the hardest part isn't letting go, but rather learning to start over. So you can certainly relate to that because you've started over <laughs> how many times in your life, right? What aspect of my life would you like to refer to the time I had to start over with? <laughs> exactly. Because I, I, think, I think I pretty much restarted every aspect of my life, except for my career. Yeah. Um, I've restarted almost every aspect of my life. Yeah. You have. You have. And what made me mindful of this quote was talking to a friend of Maggie's at John's party um, yesterday about her parents moving. And they they moved out of the, you know, the big house when the kids all left home. And they moved to Avalon, which is kind of a fun community, you know, a live, work, play kind of area. And it's a big shopping area. And yeah. they, they just rented an apartment there to see how they'd like it. And after a year, they decided to buy a townhouse there, um, not there, but close by there. And she was talking about how strange it was, you know, for her parents to move out of suburbia, you know, and ha- with kids and now moving into a townhome in kind of an area where, you know, you walk to everything and, you know, there's always a lot of fun things going on and you know, it was, she said it's been kind of strange because it's like they're starting a new phase of their life. Mm-hmm. And it was a really hard decision for them to, you know, put the big house up for sale um, and move in the first place. But, sure. you know, those transitions are tough no matter what we do. If we move to another state or, you know, anything that takes us away from our comfort zone or something that's familiar and near and dear to us, sometimes it is harder to start over than it is to let go of the past because you have to make all new friends. You have to make, you know, everything's just different. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, who? No. <laughs> There's no one you got to talk to more than me mm-hmm. when it comes to transitions. Yeah. And I think that what really makes it hard, and this is, if I got any advice, I guess two pieces of advice for anyone going through transition right now. Number one, it's going to be uncomfortable. And uncomfortable doesn't always have to be bad, by the way. It's just going to be mm-hmm. different. And our brains, our brains are literally wired to look for consistency mm-hmm. and consistency keeps you safe. Right. And so when all of a sudden you are starting into a new chapter, your brain literally is going to be like, wait a minute, I'm not used to this. You know, mm-hmm. this is a, you know, it's going to throw up a, a red flag to be like, this is not the pattern that I'm used to. And mm-hmm. this is not right. So just know that you're going to be fighting biology at some point when you do start a new chapter or let go of, you know, a, a job or start a new, um, you know, started with a new relationship or you start with a, mm-hmm. uh, you move uh, or whatever. And so just know that number one is you're literally going to fight biology. Uh, number two is that you have to really, <sighs> what really screws us in the first place, and this goes for anything. And I want you to, if you take any away from, from today's podcast, um, hopefully, number one, it's the baby world's best dad story. That's that's the really the best <laughs> thing to come out of today's podcast. But so funny. Number two is like we love to assume that things are never going to change, right? Mm-hmm. Like we just like that's that's what we hold on to, right? Like you think you think. That this time next year, your your dad's going to be here to celebrate Father's Day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think that you're going to go, you know, it's Monday morning, you're driving to your job. You are you just assume you're going to have your job today because we assume, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't, you know, we, we bank on things not changing. It's how we mm-hmm. were able to make plans and everything else. But everything changes. All the time. Constantly. And nothing, literally nothing is safe from that idea that everything is changing constantly. There's not one thing in your life that's not constantly changing. If you don't believe me, go look at a picture of your, your kids a year ago. You know, yeah, like everything. Go sure. look at a picture of yourself from a year ago. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to do sometimes. Look at, I'm like, I don't think I've really aged that much. I look at my, like a picture of me from like 35. I'm like, damn, okay. Um, but it, we're, just, we're constantly listening. It's constant evolution, constant changing. Nothing lasts forever. Even if you think about like the different empires that have mm-hmm. come and ruled and gone, like like nothing lasts forever. America won't always be America. You know, <laughs> like right. I'm just saying, but we expect all this stuff just to be exactly the same from day to day. And never do we ever wake up being like, I wonder what's going to change today. Mm-hmm. Knowing though that everything is constantly changing. Right. And then we get mad when things change because we're like, wait a minute. Doesn't make sense, but in reality, it's all changing. Just what it's doing. Light, well, the world's just doing what it does, and you're mad because you don't think it's supposed to. But it, that's the world's just like well, I'm, this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, supposed to change, supposed to evolve. So, it mm-hmm. helps, I think, a little bit when you're going through these chapters. If it's a chapter, maybe you didn't choose, um, or even if it's a chapter you choose, and you're like having days of doubt or whatever, it's like, hey, everything changes. Everything's constantly changing. It is. And guess what? This chapter is going to change too. Mm-hmm. Like forever. And I'm trying to hold on to the good moments of this chapter. While this isn't my all-time favorite chapter of my life, mm-hmm. I do have a lot of good stuff going on in this chapter. Yes. And I'm trying to like really like own that, you know, mm-hmm. and like appreciate that. And hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, you can do the same. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And uh, I mean, I don't, God, honestly, 
the reason I can talk about this and kind of digest this is because of BetterHelp. I mean, th- this this transition was tough. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably my hardest transition of life, honest to God. It wasn't even divorce. Yeah. Like moving from California to Maryland has been like mm-hmm. one of the hardest transitions of my life. Yes. And um, so using BetterHelp, which is online therapy, which I highly recommend to everybody, has been a really great tool. It's so easy to get caught up, though, in things that like everybody else needs from you. And, you know, you never really take a moment to think about what you need for yourself. And you spend so much time giving. Mm-hmm. And that's why you start to feel like, you know, thin, kind of stretch thin and burn out. And therapy can give you the tools to kind of like balance your life. Don't think of therapy as like crisis only. All right. Because don't get there. Don't get to a point where you have to be in crisis and like forced to go to therapy. Uh, you even start to see a yellow flag of like, hey, I'm just feeling like burnt out, man. Like I got to – I need to – I want to like make some alterations and talk to somebody about this. I mean it's great. You, you know I me. Mean? I love therapy. I love BetterHelp. I'm a paying customer of BetterHelp because I believe in it. I think it's a great tool. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch your therapist whenever you want with no additional charge. Uh, for, to find more balance, you can go to, uh, to BetterHelp. And it's BetterHelp.com slash Kramer to get that discount 10% off your first month. It is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. All right, certified fans, how are we? Thank you so much for all of your contributions to our show. If you're wondering what what a uh, certified fan is, they're literally the backbone of this podcast. It's what people, it's people that are literally saying, hey, listen, I'll I'll contribute $6 a month to keep this podcast going because I believe in it. And unlike Netflix, you can actually, you know, use it on multiple devices too. You can listen to the podcast wherever you want. (laughs) And share it with your friends. And share it and it's fine. (laughs) I mean, this podcast is always free, but we are, uh, <laughs> we're, we love, uh, we, we just, we, well, it's free for now, <laughs> at least we'll see. <laughs> I'm kind of crunching some numbers over here. Um, and it's because there's so many people just using their own good faith of saying, listen, I want to come forward and contribute to the show because it means something to me. You know, these conversations, if you like to laugh and kind of have some, you know, some, some deeper conversations and. I don't know, feel like you've, you've got some companionship on a day-to-day basis, then hopefully you'll contribute to Certified Mama's Boy. We still need two more people this month. And you know what? I believe that we're going to do it. I just have a good feeling in my heart that we're going to pull it off for June because y'all know mm-hmm. that we're in a crisis right now. So uh, if you've sat back for maybe days, weeks, months listening to this show and said, you know what? I've always, I've always I hear this Certified Fan thing, but I haven't really done it yet. Uh, if you want to text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8, that would be a huge, huge help. And I'd love it if you would just help us out. And uh, if you have six bucks a month, then it'd be awesome. Uh, you get a bunch of perks by doing it. More coming soon. Uh, and if, one thing is the, the show dedication. That's what we do is we dedicate every show to one certified fan. And since we have nobody new today, what we do is we spin our wheel of certified fans. These are people. <gasps> oh, wait. It said the wheel is not available. I was like, wait. Oh, no. I don't know what I would do. If my free wheel went away. Not I'd be in trouble. Wheel. Yeah, what would we do? We'd have to start making up numbers, and that's just (laughs) sounds like extra work. Have to use AI to like (laughs) pick a number for me. Make me make me call them out. Yeah. Then I started calling out all the same numbers, and you're like, "Mm, (laughs) no. It became problematic. You're fired from that job. (laughs) Uh, Today's started by fans three forty three four zero, and that is somebody did not fill out their form. Uh Let me see if I figure it out. 
Um, it is Michelle M. Michelle M. Okay. Michelle, I don't know where you're from, uh, and I wish I did because I'd love to be able to shout you out and tell you more about Michelle M. But I don't know anything more about Michelle M. Other than she's been a certified fan since uh, February of 2021, nice. and we are very thankful. That's a long time to support a podcast, and I hope it you is. know that like, like, without Michelle M. We wouldn't be able to continue to do this show as much as we do. So, Michelle M., this show is absolutely dedicated to you. Thank you so much for your contributions every month. And let's give Michelle M. a whoop whoop. Okay. Whoop whoop to Michelle M. From We Don't Know Where. We don't know where you are. you're here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, really quick, too. This is an announcement for anyone that's not a certified fan. I guess we can announce this now. Is that we have a uh, – I don't want to say it's a clearance sale, but uh, we are uh, saying goodbye to all of our certified mama's boy glassware. That is mugs. That is um, wine glasses as well. And so what I've done is I have made every single there's, there's not a ton left because certified fans got the first stab at them last week. I let them know this the sale was going on. I gave them a, a link to it. <laughs> but um, for everyone else now, every single piece of of, of drinkware from Certified Mama's Boy is now five dollars. It's five dollars to the end of the month. And so if you and trust me, I'm losing money on this, um, but <laughs> it is uh, it is our way of uh, trying to recoup a little bit of money on the back end. So uh, to pay some of these bills. So listen, if you want another way to support Certified Mama's Boy, honestly, and like get something out of it is go get a very, very cheap mug for yourself. Uh, if you just go to the show notes, you'll see the the link over there uh, for our, our merch store. Or you can go to certifiedmamasboy.com. Get a mug, get a wine glass, help support the show. Again, these are all going to be go- on uh, on sale till the end of the month, and they're gone forever. So this is like your one chance to support with uh, – or last chance to support with their glassware for uh, for Certified Mama's Boy. So You know what uh, I did? I, bu- you I bought several because, I mean, for $5, it's such a steal, and they're great. Um, and saved them for Christmas gifts. That's a good they're- idea. Yeah. Great little stuffing stalker. Um, yeah, stocking <laughs> stocking stuffers. Stuffer, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And just little nice little gifts for someone, little hostess gifts, that kind of thing. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So uh, if you want to help support, go to certifiedmamasboy.com. You can go in the show notes this podcast, and that's a kind of a fun way to uh, to get a discount for. Uh, and by the way, too, if you join. Let's see, if you, if you join certified fans, you get a five dollar off coupon. So basically, you get a free you get a free glassware. If you join certified fans. So just something to think about if you're considering doing that too. Uh, All right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. This is what we call Mental Health Monday. Every Monday, my friend Leah Aguirre comes on and we just talk about anything to do with mental health or something you might talk about with a therapist because she is a qualified therapist uh, in, in San Diego. So we had a request to talk about uh, dealing with the the loss of a parent. And I know that today mm-hmm. uh, it, it, <laughs> we got Father's Day out of the way. So now we can talk about dying parents, right? Um, <laughs> we, you know, I, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm terrified of the day, you know, like as my parents get older, I'm even like, God, I don't, I, I'm almost like, is, is pre-grieving a thing? Is that even a thing to pre-grieve something yeah. that's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, you were grieving Kiki that's for, true. A long for a time. long and time. And I was – honestly, I was grieving Lucy the last year of her life Um well, we she didn't just even wasn't talk about this. Are you able to talk about this or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can talk okay. about it. Do you want to tell everybody? Um, briefly. Yeah. So I lost my my 13-year-old mm. girl, Lucy, Um couple weeks ago. Yeah. She had, she just was, she was old, honestly. It was like cognitive decline. She was really achy and it was like, it was her time and it was really hard on, I haven't just telling 
Um, I have a new dog, so that's been a helpful distraction. It's not her, but it's been nice. Um, but I think I was grieving her for a while because right. we used to go on long walks and do all these things together and she was my buddy. And then I didn't have my, like, she just, she couldn't walk as long and she didn't right. want to walk that much. So I, like, I wasn't going to force her. And so I was grieving that part of our relationship because she was someone who got me out of the house and we just yeah. like, it was my buddy and to do just, I know I said that, but like, that's really what it was like companion. And she was super integral in my life. So I was, I was grieving her for a while. So I know this is, we're talking, talking to parents, but you can sure. grieve. I've had, you know, I've known people to grieve their parents before they pass because they have a chronic health condition or, um, you know, like a progressive, like they have cancer and their health or like Alzheimer's or, um, and their health is declining and declining for a while. So it's something right. you're like grieving kind of passively for a really long time. And it's weird, right? Like even yeah. if you know it's coming, you know, and that's what yeah. we can kind of, kind of deal with. Cause no, no, I mean, it's a or topic even seeing your page, you even see your parents age, right? Like that's really hard. Sure, and you and I are in this age where you're seeing your parents like, right. Like not like decline, but even like just see them walking a little bit slower, just like they just look older and you just become more aware of their, like, it's like this existential crisis of, okay, my parents aren't going to be here forever. Right. So let's let's get into it then. So like, obviously I think that we can talk about, you know, pre and and post passing away. And I don't know, Mm -hmm. you know, we've, we've talked about grief obviously on the show, but I don't know that we've like really delved into when it comes to a parent and like. Is there anything that you can do differently? Like, is there, you know, I've, I've had a friend that lost her mom recently. Mm. And it's funny because well, it's not funny at all, but like on the outside, she seems fine. Like it seems yeah. like a, her mom had been, had some health issues. And so, um, yeah. it seemed like it was, it was kind of how I felt about Kiki, which was like, there was like a part of me that was relieved because it was so much work towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but then of course, I mean, I literally cried this weekend about it still. I'm still crying about, you know, Kiki passing away. Yeah. What do we, what do we talk about grieving a parent? What do you get? So, well, I think it's really complex in nature. Our parents, I know people too that didn't have a great relationship with their parents. So that can be even layered even more so with mixed feelings, like, you know, having resentment or feeling not seen or not taken care of, or maybe that there was neglect at some point. So I think it's just so, it's just, it can become so conflicting, the feelings. I think that's what's really hard about grief of parents is feeling well, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, but I've seen that a lot is like feeling like I didn't have the relationship I wanted, or I yeah. wish I saw them more often, or I wish things were different and that we had so talked more. Or when you deal with clients, do, yeah. you, do you think that everyone, you kind of get like a different experience? Oh, yeah. On their different rela- flavor of grief. Yeah. 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 I, it's yeah. different for everybody. And I know we. <laughs> It's like You'll the theme, but, but it really truly is. Cause I think if we, if, and I think if you have any therapists that tells you that this is like a red flag, if you have a therapist saying, this is what it should be like, or this is how grief is. And you don't, you're like, uh, I don't know. Like, and they're like adamant on this is no, this is how it is. That's, that's not great because sure. every, every relationship is different. And then every parent child relationship is different. And also like we said, if your parent had like a health condition or was declining, you know, over the course of years, you right. Or even months, it's, it's going to look different than a sudden death. And we're not saying there's any better way or more extreme. Like it's just, it's not like there's a good way to grieve or bad way to grieve, or this is how, well, this is right or wrong, but it's going to look different from person to person based on the circumstances. And even I think too, even if you've been grieving for a while, I think sometimes there's this like, 
it doesn't, it still doesn't make it feel any better when they actually are no longer physically here. And right. I think that's hard is like you can anticipate them passing away and not being here, but when it happens, it can still feel like a huge loss. So what if I told you, let's, let's look at this from two different angles then. If mm-hmm. I came to you and I said, give me an overview if I'm sad that I've lost my parent. Like what would you – if I walked into your office today and I said, I, I just lost my parent and I'm really upset about it. I'm not quite sure how to navigate these next couple of weeks, months, years. What yeah. is your recommendation? Well, I don't think it's about a recommendation. I think it's a being like I think we can't plan grief. I think that's yeah, the part. That's people people want to get like move through it, get through it, get over it, and you can't plan it. So I, I, I mean, I've had people come to me and be like, "This is what's going on. I've lost a partner. I've lost a parent." And give me a plan to feel better, right? Like how make me feel better. And so I'll, I'll be honest. I'm like, I'm not here. I can't take away that they're passing or make it not happen. But we can talk about ways to cope and give you a space to feel what you're feeling. And so what would just, you say to cope? What, what is the coping? If you had to like give a quick, obviously we're talking, we're talking a deep topic and in a short amount of yeah. 10 minutes here. So we're not really like going to be able to, to delve I too mean, deeply into this. I think we might talk about it a lot, but I think it's just allowing your t- yourself time and space to feel whatever feeling comes up. And also I think some people have a difficult time with their own response to losing a parent or loved one, like not crying as much as they think they should be crying or not, mm, yeah. not feeling a certain way. And there's a lot of judgment and shame sure. that's internalized because of that. And we can't, we can't, I mean, again, we just grieve differently. And also sometimes we have delayed grief and that's when we're maybe, you know, if you're an adult child of someone who's passed and you have to plan like the memorial or funeral and how, like the estate, right? Oftentimes you're just in this mode of like planning and doing and organizing and the actual grief itself is delayed too. So you still, you you still will feel sad and there'll be loss, but you're kind of just going through the motions on autopilot that you may not be like truly in your grief and that's okay. And I think some people feel like something's wrong with me. I'm doing something wrong. I'm a bad person. And there's again, a lot of judgment about how I'm supposed to be feeling, how, what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Well, okay. So what if it goes the other way? What happens if I, if my parent passes and I feel good about that? And I know that sounds weird, but like, I, again, if we say that everyone can have different range of emotions then we got to look at it from mm-hmm. the other side too. Like if I came to you and I was like, my parents passed and I'm happy about it. Yeah. Is, is is that a is that am I a terrible person? No, no, no because I think a when we see well, there's a few few thoughts I have is a, a when we see our parents or people we love suffering and we know they pass there's mm. like some relief and sense of like hey they're there's a peace they're, they're at peace like there's right. a, there's some peace in knowing too that they're no longer in pain or suffering and that they are you know in a better place. Um, and then also I do know people who had a terrible relationship with their parents. Their parents were abusive or neglectful or didn't affirm their identity and their choices. And so losing the parent is there again, offer some relief and maybe some feelings of happiness. I don't know anyone is truly happy, but I've known people to be, I mean, and again, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel too. And I think when you see, if you see someone suffering, it is, does bring, it might provide some happiness knowing they're no longer suffering or if you or someone was abusive and you know that they're gone, there might be some like feeling of like elation. Okay. It's like, 
they can't hurt me anymore. They well, can't I'm be sure abu- you probably felt the same way. Well, obviously, you know, we're talking about our pets here, but you know, Lucy and Kiki, like there was, I don't know if you felt the same way, but there was definitely a part of me that was happy that Kiki didn't have to like go through all the shit I saw her go through at the end. You know what I mean? Like she was yeah. having a hard time oh, walking totally. and she was in pain. And like, there was a sense of me that was like, and still is kind of like, I'm glad she doesn't have to do that anymore. You know, that's how so. I felt when they put the, anas- when they did the anesthesia before they like, you, you know, put her down, she yeah. was finally like, clearly peaceful in a way I hadn't seen her be peaceful in a while. And that was like, okay, it was really, really sad. But I also felt like, oh, poor thing needed. Like she's, she was not doing well. And that was uh really quick. We can talk about our different experience. We're going to take a weird side note here for a second. Um, So you, you put Lucy down, you chose to put Lucy down and, and Kiki passed away naturally. Okay. Are you, do you are you happy? A lot of people ask me this question. I think we'll just pop it in here really quick because I don't think it's a whole episode by any means. But are you glad you put your dog down, or was it too hard? And do you have guilt? No, I I am glad. I wouldn't say happy. I'm glad though. Um, and when we had, I had them come to my place and I had oh, a vet nice. do it. Yeah, yeah, and that was like the best way because she was in her com- like she was in her space and she, she was on her bed and um. I was glad, honestly. I, I don't even talk about this yet. Sorry, I was like, it's, it's maybe and, too too soon to even talk about. No, that's okay. I mean, when the vet came, no, I think it's relevant because I, I mean, this is a pet versus a parent, but but when the vet came and was like, no, like you could either wait, but she'll keep declining and it'll be even more and more painful for her. Like this right. is this is the most humane way to do it. That was reaffirmed, like reassuring and affirmed. Okay, I this is a good decision because it felt like am I jumping the gun. Am I, am I, right. I felt honestly yeah, some betrayal, but when he was like, no, there's cognitive decline here because she was pacing and he really, I mean, it was a great bet who explained everything to me. And I was really, really grateful that he was so, I mean, I hope that these, pe- these vets and people and even doctors, right. When they do like palliative care and like hospice are like right, compassionate yeah. and like help provide education and understanding. Cause I felt very at peace with the decision, even though it was really, really hard. I was like, this yeah. is like, it's, it's, it can't, if we keep delaying it, it's going to be awful. Well, um, for I am her. really sorry though that you you're going through that. I don't, I don't want that to any, for anybody, honestly, it's just, yeah. it's just the worst thing ever. Uh, Leah's really good at anything therapy and you should connect with her. Cause again, even it just goes in your social media feed. Like mm-hmm. if you don't, don't buy her book or even it's, I think it's a great place to start because you never know when you're going to get something from Leah on the pop up. Like, I need to hear that today. It's really good. How do we find Thank you, you, Leah? You can find me on Instagram at her to empower. And I link everything. I link my website, my, um, psychology today blog books. So you can find me and everything on Instagram. So check it out. Wait, did I say her true empowerment? I don't know. But say it again. You can find me at her true empowerment. This is the, <laughs> this is the grieving brain, by the way. I feel like I repeat everything five times. It's fine. right now. It's fine. One more time. Again? Just say it one more time. Yeah, one more. Just just find her me on true Instagram at her true empowerment. <laughs> Check it out. I hope the weekend was good for you. If it, you did Father's Day and. And that was your what you were all about. Hopefully, it was good. We had uh, I know Marcy celebrated her birthday with one of our certified fans, and happy birthday, Marcy! And uh, hopefully, it was a good weekend for you. It was beautiful here in Maryland, and hopefully, it was a really good weekend for you too. We got five full episodes of Certified Mama's Boy today, so hopefully, you'll come back and you'll press play again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.